Hi, hello, how are you? Welcome, sunshine, to the Waves of Joy podcast. My name is Shauna Jabell, a certified personal trainer, digestive health specialist, transformational nutrition coach, registered diagnostic medical sonographer, and successful six-figure entrepreneur. I am obsessed with helping women navigate the undercurrents of life. The time we spend together will teach you how to live simply, leave the mundane, travel the world, demystify happiness, and radiate joy. So get ready to massively up-level your life starting today. Our GI tract greatly affects and determines how our body functions. The gut's relation to the brain is intricately connected, with the gut offering much more information to the brain than vice versa. The gut is what makes the body physically function and serves as a form of communication from the body to the brain. It connects our body to the brain, and it's also connected to our central nervous system. And it is the sole reason that our body functions the way that it does today. Our GI tract is so closely related to and in contact with the brain through factors like neurochemicals and neurotransmitters that affect our mood, our emotions, and even our immune system. Did you guys hear me? Your gut affects your mood. Think about that. Now, this whole podcast episode is not going to be about your gut, but what did you eat today? How do you feel about what you ate? Like, just think about that for a minute, okay? Now, today is a little bit random, a little bit super random, We're going to talk about the fact that it's December 1st already, because I'm recording this a day before I'm launching it, which is very unlike me, but I've been traveling for 10 days, and I have to let you guys know, I have walked around my house for about a half an hour now looking for service, trying to figure out where to record this podcast, and if I'm going to be able to upload it on time. If I have to go somewhere to go get Wi-Fi to upload this for tonight, or for tomorrow morning, you guys are going to hear about it, okay? Okay, it's okay. I love you anyway. I mean, this is my own fault, but holy crap, it's December. So did you set some goals? Are you waiting for January 1st? I mean, come on, don't wait till January 1st. We all do that. It's not necessary. And you know, by February, everybody forgets about their goals. So make this month your month, kick some ass, set some goals. Maybe they're health related, maybe they're career related oriented. Maybe you want to move. Maybe you got something going on with your family. I don't know what's going on with you, but set some things to get you excited about life because I talk a lot about time and how time is something we just cannot get back. Okay. Now, I hope y'all had a great Thanksgiving. I had a wonderful time back in upstate New York. It was um, a little recap here. It was very relaxing. It was quite chilly. I got to see my nephews, my sister and her husband, my parents. It was really, really lovely just to relax and unwind. I was very anxious about coming back. Not anxious. I was like excited because like I just moved into a new town home and I can't wait to get set up. And you know, the feeling of like being kind of settled, but very unsettled and coming back to a ton of boxes. So just happy to be back. Super grateful. And I hope you guys are feeling the same. Um, I announced on my social media, if you watch me on social media, like y'all, I'm like falling apart. (laughs) Hit 31. Shit hit the fan. I'm just kidding. But really it's all happening for me. And I'm going to keep telling myself this because I truly believe this things that happen for me are like, um, anything between bodybuilding, between hormones, between gut issues. It's all a way for me to connect with people that I don't even know yet. And I think 
keeping that mindset's helpful in any aspect of your life when you feel like you're alone and you're struggling and you're like, why is this happening to me, right? So I'm not going to deep dive into that on this episode. I will say that I did. Get, I went through a naturopathic doctor. I'm going to do a whole episode on this, but I went through a naturopathic doctor. I did a breath test, a stool test, and a urine test. It took about two weeks to get all the results back. They were all abnormal. <laughs> Imagine that. I have been feeling. If you want to know my symptoms, it's been months of this, and because I do this for a living, you guys, like I've been able to really, really nail down my diet and take stuff out and really figure this out. The elimination reintroduction of certain foods that I thought were bothering me. But when I tell you I like can wake up and look six months pregnant or like for like a good two weeks, I would eat something and like double over in pain. Like your gut is everything, you guys. And then the main thing that I want to touch on like about these results is like like no serotonin and no dopamine. You guys, this is the love, the feel good, the happy hormones. Like I am like all about, oh, waves of joy, radiate joy. And I'm all like, why is my mental health struggling so bad right now? Like to get out of bed, to do anything. I just felt very unstable and unsteady. And if you're feeling like that right now, I always say this, there are heavy and light seasons. However, what's going on within your gut plays a huge role. Okay. So it kind of was like all the pieces of the puzzle came together when the results came back. And I was like, wow, I am a hot mess. We have a lot of work to do. Let's get to it. Starting with this 24 hour bone broth water fast I'm doing that started 19 minutes ago, but who's counting? (laughs) I literally just looked at the clock. I was like, wow, I got 23 hours and like 40 minutes to go. Okay. Um, anyway, I'm making my own bone broth. I've got turkey back I got it from Whole Foods. I've got it on the stove right now, simmering, covered in water. And I just put some carrots, some celery, some rosemary, thyme, and salt in there. Um, A lot of bone broth is made with garlic and onion. And part of my diagnosis was hydrogen sulfide SIBO, which is small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. But with that comes rotten egg smelling gas. And I'm just transparent with you guys. That's not very cute. It's not cute. I can't stand myself sometimes. I'm in the car and I'm like... (laughs) I need to pull over. I need to get out. Okay, it's not that bad anymore, but let's be honest. Like, that's gross, right? But onion and garlic are two really key things that kind of make SIBO flare up. So I want to make sure that I am not irritating my gut if, you know, if I can control things. Control the controllables, right? So anyway, there's that. Um, So I'll let you know how that goes, but that's going to be simmering for 24 hours. And until then, I'll just be drinking water. I'm going to be sleeping for 12 of it and then I'll wake up and start the bone broth. So it's kind of just a gut, really good gut reset. And then I will, I'm going to be deep diving into just, um, just really basic foods and keeping a food diary for three days. Again, we're starting, I'm doing all natural. I'm not doing any antibiotics. So I will let you guys know the whole protocol, everything I'm going through, um, as we go along. Cause right now I'm just as lost as you are, but other than the rotten egg smelling gas, the other main thing I was been having you guys is diarrhea. And I'm telling you diarrhea like like you'd think I was 90 and had no control of my sphincter. And <laughs> what's wrong with me? Why do I say this stuff on here? I don't know. It's called Giardia. Um, it's a parasite and it is um, basically you get it from food, contaminated food, soil, water, something like that. 
all the things. I'm like, why was poop going into my mouth? I don't know, but let me tell you guys, this is nothing to mess around with and you better keep a bathroom close by. Okay. Okay. Um, so if you are feeling the way that I have been feeling, maybe absolutely terrible, maybe it's been a really long time since you've, you know, I don't know, paid attention to yourself. The interesting thing too, for me, you guys with the dopamine and serotonin, I haven't been able to cry lately and I cried. I, I talked about this in my last episode. I finally broke down where I felt safe enough to cry and I just was like, wow, hysterically crying. But I've been very numb and hormones and gut, you guys play a huge role in that. Like it's crazy. What's happening on the inside of you is radiating on the outside. So have I been happy and all the stuff that you guys see? Of course, but I've been really struggling too, which is why I love this podcast because I'm like, hey guys, it's not all sunshine and rainbows, okay? So if you are going through something, you need recommendations in your area, I'd be happy to help you look some some up. I know a lot of doctors do are doing virtual um, calls. I love the in-person stuff, but you know, COVID, whatever. Anyway, let's get talking about eggs. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking about like, poop and running to the bathroom, but like we don't pay attention to our poop enough. We need to look at our poop. Okay. You guys, I've talked about this before. When you get off the toilet, don't shut the light off and be all scared. Just turn the light on. Just take a look. It can tell you a lot about your health. And the Bristol stool chart is really, really great uh, reference. I've posted it a couple times on social media, but your stool says a lot about your health. Okay. Now for me, I was like, I need to talk about eggs because my eggs make my mom, my dad, a lot of people run to the bathroom. So why is that? Maybe it doesn't, maybe it's not you. Maybe it's not you yet. I was never like this, but now I am. It's very, very frustrating. Um, The thing is, you have to think about this. When you are sleeping throughout the night, you're fasting, right? So you wake up and you're breaking your fast with whatever food you eat. Most of us or a lot of us like to go for eggs. It's breakfast time, eggs, right? But a lot of people have trouble digesting eggs after fasting, which is interesting. So it's like if you want eggs, eat them like a different time of the day and see if they bother you because everybody has different food uh, sensitivities or food allergies, stuff like that you have to be careful of. But often they're really hard on your digestive system after a fast for some odd reason. I don't know. It's high in sulfur. I mean, sulfur is the third most abundant mineral in your body. So it's obviously good for you. Um, But, you know, you don't really want explosive diarrhea after breakfast, right? So, you know, maybe have some chicken. Now, the other day I did this and I had chicken for breakfast and I was like, I am not going to go to the bathroom after this. And of course, I have a parasite in my body. So of course, I'm going to go to the bathroom. It doesn't matter what I eat. So it's like starve, go to the bathroom, you know, I don't know, pros, cons to everything. So again, you need your eggs. Eggs are really, really good for you. Now people are like, well, what about my cholesterol? I like eggs, but what about my cholesterol? So listen, eggs are a great source of protein. I would live on eggs. I literally love them. And then people are like, well, I can't eat the middle part. I can't eat the yolk. And I'm like, well, listen up. So the cholesterol on eggs, it doesn't seem to raise cholesterol levels the way other cholesterol foods do, like such as trans fat and saturated fat. Although studies have shown that there is a link between eating eggs and heart disease, but there's probably reasons behind that. Think about what you typically eat with eggs. Do you eat some bacon, some sausage, some ham? Oh, those are more likely to boost heart your heart disease risk than eggs, okay? And it also depends how eggs are cooked. Like, do you fry them in a bunch of butter and oil? Do you poach them? Like, 
with everything. There's pros and cons, okay? So just be mindful of it. Um, But most healthy people can eat up to seven eggs a week without increasing their risk of heart disease. Now, I think like some people eat like seven eggs in a day. I mean, I would go for an egg and then egg whites is what I like to do, but that's a personal preference. So I don't know. If you have any underlying conditions, obviously always talk to your doctor. I'm not a doctor, but I will educate you as much as I can. Okay. And then um, the other thing I want to talk about is the protein in eggs. So you get a lot of the mineral vitamins and minerals from the the yellow part of the egg, right? And you really want to look at the color of the the egg. Uh, it's how the egg was, how the chicken was raised. So the darker, the better. And if you crack an egg, which I thought was super interesting, if you crack an egg and the whites, the white of the egg spreads all over the pan, that egg is really old. Did I just blow your mind? Because I just re-blew my own mind. <laughs> I think that's so cool. Like what? I crack a lot of eggs, so I'm going to pay a little bit more attention to this. So Anyway, one large egg has about 160, 186 milligrams of cholesterol, um, but that's all found in the yolk. So if you like eggs, again, and you don't want the cholesterol for whatever reason, maybe it's personal preference, maybe it's health, um, the egg whites can't contain no cholesterol, but you still get the really good adequate protein. So that's my little that's my little take on eggs. Um, and like I said, I think I was just home for the holidays and I was like, why is everybody running to the bathroom after I make them eggs? <laughs> this is not good. I need to do some research. So that's what I got for you. Um, the other thing I want to talk about today is intermittent fasting. And again, I like to talk about what I'm going through um, because I find if I can relate to it at that time, I can talk a little bit more about it. So I used I did keto for a little while. I loved intermittent fasting, to be completely honest with you. I'd have water and black coffee till about noon. I loved that. However, if you have issues with your cortisol, your adrenals, your thyroid, anything like that, it's not good to fast. It's, it puts a stressor on your body that it doesn't need. Okay. Um, the classic fast is 16 and eight. So you fast for 16 hours and then you eat for eight. Um, no breakfast, no snacks. Again, it's just black coffee, water, um, but you want to make sure you're getting enough water and you're moving your body and you're not breaking your fast with like a bunch of garbage, like, I don't know, a bag of chips. So there are pros and cons. Again, I don't go one way or the other. I liked the way keto made me feel, but it's all about sustainability. And at the time I was bodybuilding, I was competing and I really was like, I felt like I needed carbs. I mean, maybe it was in my head. Um, and so I know there are definitely bodybuilders who do keto and they're fine. So maybe I didn't give it long enough to adjust. Regardless, I do like some carbs, right? I mean, carbs, I got a lot of fun facts about carbs for you coming soon. But anyway, so if you're, if you're fasting the best foods to break a fast, which I think are really, really important to make note of, um, because I honestly hadn't fasted in so long. And when I started a couple of days ago, I was like, Hmm, I wonder what food is the first food I should put into my system after it being empty. You have to think about it. Your gut resets every couple days. And after like two weeks, the doctor said I should be feeling good. And I was like, wow, I've been tortured for months. You're telling me with this diagnose, these 25 diagnoses I just got, whatever. I'm like two weeks, like mind blown, but I am a very good patient. Um, which is why I always expect my clients to be really good because I'm a really good patient, but it's not always the case. Most of my clients are, okay, my clients are pretty amazing. However, it's really important if you seek help in any area of your life that you that you follow through with things and really see if it works for you. Otherwise, you can't blame anybody else but yourself. So 
best foods to break a fast bone broth number one uh, like I said I'm making my own and the reason is because most of them have onion and garlic in them and I just can't tolerate that, that right now which I love onion and garlic um, but bone broth broth is um, full of electrolytes it's liquid easily digestible it's a really great thing to break a fast, a really great drink to break a fast. Um, and it does taste really good, honestly. Like for a while, I was like, this is kind of weird. But um, uh, if you live near a local like beef farm or anything like that, beef farm, is that a thing? I don't know if I'm saying that right. But um, a lot of them, they do their homemade bone broth too, which is really good. My favorite brand is Kettle and Fire. Love Kettle and Fire bone broth. Um and I'm hoping to have a discount code for you guys coming soon. Um, so again, bone broth contains a lot of electrolytes, uh, magnesium, potassium, calcium, sodium, all the good things. Great thing to break a fast. Um, there's also, you can, like I said, make it homemade, go on Pinterest, whatever. You can do whatever you want. Uh, apple cider vinegar. Um, if you don't like apple cider vinegar, you are not alone because I have been taking it for years and I still cringe. It's just, you know, it's, it's the mother of all foods to break a fast. Honestly, it's not food, a drink, whatever to break a fast. Um, it reduces the risk of overeating. It reduces blood sugar. It stimulates burning and helps lose uh, fat burning and helps lose weight, helps you lose weight. Um, it releases stomach and intestinal hormones. It really just balances things out for you. Uh, reduces heartburn, even though when you're drinking it, you feel like you're just, it's awful, right? So I just drink it right out of the bottle. I live alone. Why not? Um, a lot of people mix it with water to cut it a little bit. I've also put it in tea. Um, tea with a couple drops of peppermint is actually pretty good. So apple cider vinegar is another one. Um, let's see, chicken. Chicken's actually a really good thing to break a fast, which is really interesting. You have to think about it. Like I said, your, your intestines are completely cleansed right now. So you don't want to shock it with something that's like, I don't know, but loaded with sugar, garbage. You want it to be easily digested. And chicken's um, something that most people can digest pretty easily. So it's a great thing if you don't have bone broth, apple cider vinegar, um, or after you've sipped some bone broth, chicken's a good thing. And that's honestly what I've been breaking my fast with is chicken because I love chicken. And chicken has a lot of vitamins and minerals in it, B, vitamin B6, potassium, magnesium, all the good things. Okay. Um, fish, if you like fish, fish is a great thing to break a fast. Easy, so good for you. Easy on your digestive system. I mean, I'm not talking about like fried fish with like French fries, you guys. So um, <laughs> maybe some wild salmon or something to get your omega-3 fatty acids in. Um, yeah, lots of options, right? Um, avocado, avocado oil, olives, olive oil. I am a huge advocate of olive oil. Literally, you guys, I haven't bought store olive oil in like a year and a half. I have a subscription and I'm going to talk about this again because I swear by it. It's TJ Robinson. He's olive oil master. I swear. I get bottles sent to me three every couple months and I love them. It is, olives are a fruit. And if you look at the shelf, the shelves at the grocery stores, olive oil sits there forever. Would you eat a fruit that sat on the shelf forever? No, you wouldn't. So you should get fresh olive oil and just trust me on this. You will never buy that other stuff again. I don't care how dark the damn bottle is or how far back it is on the shelf. It is still not fresh. I don't care. <laughs> After trying this, I can drink the olive oil out of the container. Okay, 
Okay, TJ Robinson, look him up. He's wonderful. I've got a lot of people hooked on him. But olive oil is a great way to break a fast. Uh, today, actually, for lunch, I had chicken thighs, and I drizzled it with olive oil and put some pumpkin seeds and some sunflower seeds on there, some seed cycling um, for hormone balance and uh, keeping my carbs to a very low minimum uh, with like under 60 grams right now with everything going on with my gut just to see how I feel. And lately I've been feeling, I feel better on protein and higher fats. So just listening to my body. Um, grass fed butter is really good for you. Coconut oil. I lather coconut oil all over my body in the shower. I just, you know, well now I live in Colorado, so it's just so dry. My skin's flaking off, but, um, it's, it's good for you. It's good for you. So if you're fasting and you want to break it with some coconut oil, go for it. Um, sauerkraut and green vegetables, um, but make sure they're cooked. Uh, I learned this recently. I told my mom about this when I was home. You should really have uncooked vegetables, like a salad. Everybody's like, oh my God, I had a salad. Like oh, things are great. Guys, I love salad too, but you should have a salad at lunchtime, not at dinner, which blew my mind. But raw uncooked vegetables are actually really hard on your digestive tract. So have your beautiful salad for lunch. Okay, add some walnuts in there, some healthy fats, and don't load it with 5,000 calories of dressing. Drizzle some olive oil on there. Okay, okay. And then for dinner, cook your vegetables. I always have cooked vegetables in my fridge, but um, it you can you know, use these cooked vegetables to break your fast as well. Really good for you. Green vegetables, especially good, uh, high in folates, calcium, magnesium, all the things. So yeah, you can break your fast with any of those things. I highly recommend it. And you have to think about it guys, every morning you're breaking a fast. So just be conscious about this, the, 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 the decisions you're making when you wake up. Okay. I'm already thinking about how I'm going to survive without coffee tomorrow. When we decided that I was going to do a bone broth fast and water, I was like, so what if I get a pounding headache? Because I am definitely addicted to caffeine. Can I have some green tea? And she was like, yes. And I was like, okay. So why am I already thinking about that? That's a problem. Um, okay. And the worst foods to break a fast. So it's delicate right now. It's like a newborn baby. That's what your intestines are. And if your feel good, happy hormones are in your gut and your immune system is in your gut, you should want to treat it well, right? So let's reach for food and reach for drinks that make us feel good, not ones that make us feel uncomfortable or would be problematic, right? So let's stay away from the dairy products. I am a cheese lover. Um, you probably are like me. Maybe not. Maybe you're fortunate, but you know, you eat too much dairy and all of a sudden your acne starts to pop up and says, hello, we're here. Um, it says, you know, I read a lot about seeds and nuts not being the best way to break a fast. It's, I think that's more based on how you feel, but they can be a little harder on your digest, digestive tract. Um, same thing with eggs, alcohol. Now we talked about vegetables. Green vegetables are great, but be careful of the cruciferous vegetables, which I always talk about. So it's like the broccoli, cauliflower family, radishes, Brussels sprouts, love all of those. But if they don't do this to you, you are fortunate. But for a lot of people, it makes you very bloated, gassy, and uncomfortable. And they're harsh on your digestive tract, especially after a night without eating. Okay, and then watch for foods high in lectins, okay? So bakery goods, beans, um, peanuts, soy, that sort of thing. Just try to avoid those things. Again, if if it has more than five ingredients, put it back on the shelf. It shouldn't be in your cupboard. You should have seen me at Whole Foods today. I was like, why? This is Whole Foods. Why is there 25 ingredients in this thing? So 
Regardless of where you're shopping or what aisle you're in or what they put on the front of the package, please turn the package over and pay attention to what's on it. Otherwise, just buy things without a label and then you know they're healthy because they're whole foods, right? Right. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, I just wanted to educate you guys a little bit on foods because it's part of my journey right now and kind of fill you in on what was going on with me i appreciate all of you i love you all so much again i'm going to do a full episode on um kind of my protocol what we're doing for my gut health because i've had a lot of people reach out to me i know i'm not alone i definitely know this is happening for me and i appreciate all the love and support and just know you're not alone on your journey either you are you are just in my heart i'm always thinking about you please reach out if you need anything at all Per usual, take what you need and leave what you don't. I hope you have a beautiful month of December. I am I've had some requests to put more put more podcasts out more than Mondays and Thursdays. So if this is something you might be interested in, let me know by leaving a review. Maybe subscribe, maybe give me five stars. I don't know, whatever you're thinking, you got 15 seconds. I really appreciate you. I want to reach more and more people, more and more women, and just uh, just be on this journey with you guys. Uh, it's It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Drink your water, eat your veggies, smile, be a kind human. I love you all. <laughs>